you know, success is interesting because I think it's something like 80% of millennials, success is being rich for them. That, that's a lot, but they still want the bits that we see in media as symbols of success. But when we just went to that next level, and part of it I think was having um, a female there, it was all guys, you know, um, and me sharing some of my vulnerabilities for the year gave them permission to do the same. Within one layer of questions, we were already straight, straight in deep to, well actually success for me is having a healthy personal relationship and you know all of the little issues that sit around and and then wanting to set some goals around that so mm. the personal goals around that will then lead into the business stuff it almost makes the business stuff a bit easy comparatively hello and welcome to episode 66 of be the drop a weekly podcast that delivers practical insights to help you unlock your brand story, and supercharge your business. I'm Amelia Veal, small business owner and storytelling superhero. Here at Narrative Marketing, we are passionate about the power of telling stories to help us learn and connect, and also to build business relationships that drive sales. If you have ever experienced burnout, you'll understand the importance of work-life balance or work-life counterbalance. My guest this week, self-confessed workaholic Amber Chapman, went through this and more before establishing herself as the business therapist and co-founding the workspace Evolve. Amber's business journey has taken her from leadership operations roles in non-for-profits through debilitating illness to self-employment and a commitment to honour the things she values in her work life. In today's episode of Be The Drop, we discuss the importance of knowing your purpose and finding people around you that understand and support it. And Amber reveals how your workplace can support your personal development. This is Amber's version of Be The Drop. Before we jump into the episode though, if like Amber, you aspire to achieve work-life balance I invite you to join me on my Goal Setting for Small Business program starting this January 2018. It's completely free and designed to provide a support network to anyone working in small business. It will include resources and advice from a number of inspirational guest speakers to help us in our quest for success. Join our private Facebook group, 2018 Small Business Superheroes, to register your interest and gain access to the free program in January. Links to the group are included in the show notes or you can email me at amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au for more details. Now let's jump right in and hear from Amber. Hi Amber and thank you so much for joining me on the next episode of Be The Draw. Thanks so much for having me, it's a real pleasure. It's so great to be in this new space that's not even yet open, but very soon evolve. So I'm really looking forward to hearing about your space and the purpose and your story of how you got here. But to get things started, I know you've brought your items of significance. So if oh, you could yeah. explain them and how they connect to your community and introduce us to your story. Okay, I've bought uh, a ram. This is actually just a <laughs> bit of a, of a cheapie from the, the central market area, but the ram uh, for me, I did grow up on a farm, but <laughs> apart from that, it sort of symbolises strength uh, and vulnerability. Like I think the job of a ram to you know, be tipped into a paddock and have to <laughs> do its thing and meet a whole lot of new people and uh, or <laughs> you know, new sheep you know, with a purpose. 
it's a bit like you know being in business and having to find mates, get on and you know uh, achieve what you what you want to do. And um, I ramble a lot as well, so the ram <laughs> that that rams in that rambling. Uh, so so that's that's my sort of backstory to the ram. Okay, and then and I've then got, got yeah, else. so completely <laughs> unrelated, obviously, but a Tibetan singing bowl. I'm a definite personality A-type, so I run around, rush, 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 and these are the sort of anchors in my life that I bring in to slow down, be still, and for yeah, for me, this just recognises that and reminds me that uh, you know, from I'll just I'll just give it a little ding, (laughs) so, and then the idea is to sort of roll around the rim. So it just emanates out and out and out, and just from such a really small, simple, little, you know, serene um, experience, just just that, I guess, that ripple effect. I certainly relate to the ripple effect with Be The Drop, and yes. that's something that I feel very strongly to, you know, from one thing, great things can grow. Yeah. Okay, so you told us a little bit, a bit about the, the symbols that are sort of important to you, and have symbolise your business journey. Can you just expand on that and talk about the connections that you've got with your community, the different communities yeah, sure. along your business journey? Uh, so for me, sort of back a step, I guess, my um, career started in the not-for-profit sector and working for quite dynamic big organisations in mostly operational roles. From there, I ended up having, uh, well, I became a workaholic really in that environment because a lot of people will know, you know, not-for-profit spaces, you wear multiple hats, you do a million different things, mm. you can burn out, I did. Uh, I got uh, quite unwell, so this was about seven years ago with a, with a complex illness that lasted for about eight months. Uh, and it pretty much put me horizontal, put me to bed for that period of time. Mm. And that was a huge reflection period for me. Um, I've, you know, I've got a really strong work ethic and I still do, but I guess I just learnt, I got an appreciation for that, the need to, you know, get out your Tibetan singing bowl and just sit and stop and reflect and bring in those, those essential elements that, you know, produce success in the long run uh, uh, in terms of just looking after yourself. And it was through uh, a comment that my son made, I guess, that was a real sort of turning point which shifted me to then, you know, come to work for myself. And uh, he said, um, I just asked him to do some little innocuous thing like put away his shoes. And he said to me, why do you care? Uh, we're all just going to die anyway. And it really struck me. He was only seven at the time. And, uh, and I, and I realised, well, actually, we are. That You're right. <laughs> and what am I doing? You know, like I really want to just make the most of the rest of my life. And I really want to uh, work in in a, in a way that is honouring all the things that I love and that I enjoy and that I can, you know, give something back. I really got into food, got into the organic side of things, um, made a connection with Daniel Milkey of the Argo Group and uh, worked in that space with the family business uh, for a number of years and still do. Uh, we've talked about producing workshops and, and working more closely one-on-one with people and mentoring and coaching and appreciation for business and the person and marrying those together and uh, we've yeah, got an opportunity here now in this space to literally just create the space to do that and bring in others that care about that. Mm. So we've, we've called it Evolve. It's about creating a space where others can come in and, and share, mm. you know, share those things and we can all continue to grow and learn and evolve without so saying cliche. 
so obviously this is just the beginning. So what sort of advice, I suppose, are you giving yourself? But also what would you give others, you know, in starting new things, going out on your own? You know, what what sort of bit of advice would you give around that? Find peers in, in uh, business or in the area that you're interested in and, uh, and get support. Mm. Uh, and yeah, you know, know, know your purpose as best you can and, you know, go easy on yourself, but still work hard and fast. Mm. You know, again, like the ram, in. The job out, you know, like so. It's Get the just, business done. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And you've mentioned a few times education being something that's really key, and then leaving the books and people taking away. So obviously, that learning and continuous growth is something that's that's really important to you. How are you sharing that the importance of that with your community? Um, well, yeah, that's intrinsic, into, and that's I guess where the synergy is with Daniel because we're, we're both really passionate about that. Um, he often sort of talks about being afraid that he'll leave, you know, not having learnt enough or not having read that next book or something. So there's an urgency around it for whatever reason for us, I guess. And uh, the way, well, to, to create a space and um, talk about, you know, those opportunities in, you know, closed Facebook groups and building deeper connections with people through mediums like that has been really key. We've actually set up a little men's mentor group here, um, thinking that they, those guys which is sort of what they'd said, would be really interested in business tips. Turns out there's all the aspects of their sort of personal life that they really want to talk about. Mm. And um, there's not a lot of opportunities for, for, for men in particular to explore, explore that. So, yeah, it's just sort of led to us creating the space. For us, this space is very much where you come to do your life's best work, ideally, uh, because, you know, business is lifestyle us because we spend so much time in in a work environment that you may as well make it your lifestyle so mm. that doesn't mean everyone should work for themselves or set up their own business or uh, and we're all a bit mad for those that do that I think to some extent but uh, and it's not a you know everyone knows it's a it's a pretty up and down road so and there is a, a, a theme increasing themes I see around of hustle and, and work and go which reflects the workaholic um, version yeah. that you were talking about you know so you're obviously saying that, that, you know, that, that constant go, go, go has got challenges and, you know, it's going to cause yeah. problems. So then what is the, the balance, the counterbalance, and, and how do you help people achieve that? Yeah, I believe in rhythms. I think the seasons show us that. I think nature shows us that. Uh, and it's about understanding ourselves and just knowing that, you know, if, if you're having that really frenetic output, what what you need to do to counterbalance that what you need to do and it's different for everyone of course and the tibetan singing bowl is not going to be for everyone or doing yoga or doing reflective work in the morning or whatever it might be i've found my things um, but uh, and they'll change they'll continue to change i'm sure uh, but it's about people feeling like they can talk about that and factoring them into the workday. so whatever it is if it's walking around the block or if it's sitting by yourself or reading magazine or or having a conversation that's un not work related um, within the working day and and doing more of that. Do you find that there is a pushback around that, you know, where people might say that it's a counterintuitive approach if you're, you know, wanting to set up and work in business, if part of what you're selling them is, okay, but you need to step away from that and have yeah. mindfulness time. And, you know, do you find people cha challenged by that? You know, if, the, if the, you're, they're looking to engage your service and part of that is sure. you need to take time off. Yeah, yeah. Do they find yeah. that a challenge yeah. in business? Yeah. Well, the, the entry point usually always is the, the business, you know, in, in to help problems with staff, issues with this. It's often that we go, we go in talking about the business stuff, but it does quickly revert to, 
And it's through questions, it's through the quality of questions. So for me, a lot of my work is asking those questions. When you get the answer, the reflection then kicks in that actually the issue's not here, it's over here. Mm. <laughs> uh, and so it comes into it just as a natural course. But yeah, in terms of ease of getting that conversation started, it just organically, I guess, um, arrives mm. when you start asking questions. Yeah. yeah. And it's interesting you mentioned, you know, with your men's group, the permission for them to be vulnerable. Um, and that's something that I think, you know, m more and more people are having that type of conversation, but I still do think that there are a lot of people that struggle with that permission to be vulnerable. I mean, personally, I find it hard myself as yes. well. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts around that? Well, it was in, I didn't know whether or not a group format would be ideal because being vulnerable firstly but then also in front of other you know um, in front of other people but uh, I think if you lead the way like you've just got to show a little bit of leadership so they'll share it they, they like to be listened to they like to be heard we're also busy there's not a lot of opportunities for that and often that that's not happening at home in relationships um, and people are craving it somewhere or other so it's making sure workplaces have that inbuilt into the structure of the, the setup mm. and that there's one person that's like I mean Daniel often talks about the CEO being the chief emotional officer mm. you know that if you're the leader of a business or you're managing staff or whatever if that if you're not great at having those more vulnerable conversations doesn't <coughs> doesn't matter it doesn't have to be you but find someone who is and and make that you know a part of the culture mm. um, by setting the example mm. because if I go back to sort of all the HR you know, issues that, that come up. It's, it's usually around, um, you know, uh, conflict and stuff that arrives. Is people don't typically turn up going, I'm just going to be a dick today and I'm not going to work very hard and I'm, I'm going to cause problems or I'm not going to serve customers very well. It's usually because there's something going on for them and if we just take the time to find that out, then it becomes quite clear as to, yeah, why mm. their performance is affected. Do you think that there would be challenges in providing that in a co-working space because it's not really one culture but you're trying to provide a space that helps support one yes, culture? Yeah. I'll let you know in a few months. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but I guess it does just come from a place of some sort of deep-rooted experience and having had hundreds of interviews and hundreds of conversations with staff and lots of problem resolution uh, with quite young people as well you know, just bringing those personal, personable elements certainly get further with those with, in terms of supporting people and enabling them to reflect enough to be able to, you know, get on with their strengths and their joy. Mm. And for me, you know, we're all skilled in lots of things. A lot of people get on in life doing what they're good at, but they don't necessarily do what they love as well. And it's marrying the two. In conclusion, can you share with me Amber's Be The Drop tip? So that is your top communication tip. Okay. Uh, make mates, you know, go, go out there, know your purpose, go into that paddock, you know, talk to people, get to know everyone. Don't take it as far as the ram, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I love it. Thank you so much, Amber. Oh, you're welcome. Thank well you done. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. It is our mission to help unlock the power of story through this podcast and the range of products and services that we offer. 
to unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To get in touch with any specific comments, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that. Until next time. Mm-hmm.